My name is Kevin, and I'm an assistant electromechanic. Okay, assistant electromechanic sounds really vague. So, what do you? You don't have to say who you work for, or whatever. But what do you do as an assistant electromechanic? As an assistant electromechanic, uh, I work for the county. I maintain sewer lift stations. Did you say sewer lift stations? Sewer lift stations. What is a sewer lift station? Uh, sewer systems are gravity systems. So when you flush your toilet, the water gravities out to the street. In other words, like it goes down and then at a, at a downgrade down to the sewer line out of your house? Yes. Okay. And then the sewer systems in the street are also at a downward pitch so that okay. they all kind of come down into collection points. And those collection <clears throat> those collection points go out to uh, treatment plants. So in places where gravity is not going to work, like the end of a cul-de-sac or the bottom of a hill, you have sewer lift stations that collect the sewage and then pump that sewage back up to another high point and then it can gravity back down to somewhere else. But literally that means in almost every neighborhood people are living in that has regular sewer, not septic, but regular sewer, everything is at an angle to somewhere else? Like the whole thing is built to be at an angle? In terms of sewage systems, yes. So even so, we're in a house right now. The stuff goes down from the house out to the sewer line. It goes down. But how could all the sewer lines also be pitched down? Like how it's not a it? real it's not a real steep pitch. Okay, only it's just tiny? enough of a pitch to keep the water moving. Okay, or the sewage moving. Okay, I don't know the actual. I should probably know that, but nah. I don't. <laughs> okay, I don't work on that side anymore, so I don't remember. Uh, okay, so so the yeah. way I like to describe it, just as like in a fun way, is it's like a roller coaster. So my sewer lift station is the thing that lifts you up to the top of the hill so that you can gravity back down to wherever you're going. So that's what those are for. It's the collection systems where there's not enough. You can't get them out to a gravity system. Do you only check the sewer lift stations in your job or do you also have to check regular sewer lines? Like do you check at regular manhole covers in the sewer system as part of your job? I don't, but the people that I work with, in the department that I work in, there's maintenance and there's the electrical side. I'm on the electrical side now. I used to work in maintenance. Now I'm in the electrical side. So Those you did guys, used to do that yes, in maintenance. I did. Those guys actually do do that. Do-do. <laughs> uh, those guys actually open sewer manholes, inspect the sewer system. You have rotters and jetters that will actually go through and clean the sewer systems. Uh, what is a rotter? What's a jetter? Uh, a rotter is a machine that's uh, it actually sh- uh, sends like a I don't know maybe a half inch rod down into the sewer system uh, and it's okay. got a big auger on the end of it. So rodder, not rotter. Rotter, rotter like yeah. R O D D E R. Okay, I got you. And it spins and it's roots and stuff will get inside the sewer system in yep. gaps and it goes through and cuts those roots off. Okay. Clears grease and debris that builds up in the sewer system. And do the jetters just blast water or do they use yeah. any solution in them? No. Just water. Just water. The only time we use solution is if we're, we're doing uh There's chemicals we use to treat roots to keep the roots from coming into the sewer system. Yeah. That's the only time we're spraying oh. anything in the sewers. Okay, so your sewer lift stations, uh, are they all relatively the same? Like, they all use the same engines, they're all running on the same electrical pattern, or are they all set up differently? Everything's different. Okay. It would be nice. Wouldn't it be easier if there was a template? Yes. That's kind of something we have, like, that's an internal fight we've had for as long as I've been there and way before I got there. We try to do, I would like to do things in, like, a uniform manner. 
Like, for example, when I used to work for Kiwit, we would only buy one type of equipment. You'd have only Caterpillar equipment. And that way, when something broke, everything worked together. And Kiwit's construction. That's yes. K-I-E-W-I. Yeah, yeah. So it's just it just makes it easier in the long run. If you're using the same equipment at every station, when something breaks, it's interchangeable. Okay. But that being said, all of the stations are different sizes. So we have everything that's... We have everything down to little sump pumps, like little three horsepower motors mm-hmm. for like a park station all the way up to two stage 50 horsepower motors running giant pumps in big huge pump stations are most of these places in like so you mentioned in these big huge pump stations are most of them attached to residential or most of them attached to weird places they're all like over. parks and okay they're all over some of them are in right in people's neighborhoods there could be one right next to your house uh, we have some in Diamond Bar that they're right next to someone's house. They're in between houses. Okay. Other places, they're in commercial commercial areas, uh, a lot in parks. Because a lot of times those park bathrooms are isolated. Mm-hmm. So there's no way to run a gravity line out to the street. So you have to actually, force mains is what's used. Those force mains are what we pump the sewage through, just a pipe, to get them out to where they can be gravitated out somewhere else. How did you become an electromechanic? Uh, I sort of fell into this because I originally applied for Los Angeles County. Yeah. Uh, as a laborer and the department that picked me up was sewer maintenance. So I started there. Okay. And the advice that was given to me when I started was follow the money. So try to aim towards whatever's going to be the highest paid job. Yeah. And it just so happened that electromechanics, uh, are pretty well paid in the department. Mm Mm-hmm. So I steered towards that. Went, took the test, passed the test, got the job. I've been on this side of the department for five or so years now. How long does it take? So do you? So you went from labor to maintenance, and then from maintenance, because you had skills that were interested, you became an apprentice? No, nah, it's not an apprentice. We okay. don't have an apprenticeship. We don't have a formal apprenticeship program. What do they call you, just assistant then? Change In the beginning, you're an electrical helper. Okay. So you go from electrical helper, if you want to... Equate it. It's the same as like an apprentice, but we don't have a formal. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's not a, you know, you go through an apprenticeship program. There's set okay. amounts of time. There's set things you have to go through. This is just kind of when openings come up, you move up. Okay. So it's a little more loose. Yes. Okay. How do you, so what do you, when you show up to work in the morning, what does your day, what do you, what do you do during the day? What are some of the typical things you do during a regular work day? Uh, this job can be kind of, eh, we're more of a reactionary force as opposed to, there's only so much preventative maintenance you can do, you know, at a certain point you're kind of, you kind of work yourself out of stuff to do. So if you show up and you check in on a motor and the motor's fine, there's nothing visibly wrong with it. I mean, I suppose. Okay. Well here, here's a common Tuesday. A common Tuesday okay. we go out and do inspections. So okay. on inspections we go out to each individual station. Uh-huh. We're checking, there's hour meters on all the pumps. So you're checking the hour meters to see how long the pumps have run. And that'll give you kind of an average idea of, hey, this pump's running longer than this pump. This pump ran for 26 hours. This pump ran for an hour and a half. So you know something's wrong with this pump. Or you'll see them, they'll be dead nuts or close. Things are, it'll give you an idea. Mm Mm-hmm numerically how the system's run. And do almost none of them run all the time? 
So these are they're not supposed to be running twenty four seven. No, no, no. They turn like a sump pump they in cycle. your house. They turn. Okay. They're not really supposed to be set up for continuous duty. There are some that do run continuously, but it's not because of where they are. Yes. Okay. Some of them are set up so that they're running continuously, and as the levels increase, they'll kind of kick into a higher speed. But the majority of them just turn on when they okay. need to be turned on. There'll be a float switch. Or there's a bubbler system that reads the level in the well. Mm-hmm. Are is that do are most of the engines set up in a well? So uh, stuff is dumping a, into a hole. It's not an engine; it's motor. motor. Okay, so what's what's the difference? I'm an idiot. Tell me the difference between an engine and a motor. An engine is an internal combustion. Okay. And a motor is an electric motor. Okay. So when you say an engine, like you don't have a motor in your car, you have an engine in your car. Okay. This is like I'm, you actually you do have a motor. You have a starter motor in your. I'm car. technologically idiotic, so this is helpful to tell me. <laughs> no, but an engine, yeah. Okay, so you have there's motors. Is almost everything water is dumping into a hole, and when it reaches a certain point in that hole, the motor turns on and moves the stuff through. Yes. Okay. So there will be a well, a wet well. Okay, that's an actual collection. It's basically a big in-ground tank that fills, and when it gets to whatever we decide is you know the normal on or off level, we. Well, the normal on level. It turns on, pumps the well down, and then shuts off. Okay. Is typically the worst <coughs> thing, Excuse if me. when you go in, the most disgusting situation you come into, is it because the motor has not been running and everything has filled up? Or is it because there's high volume stuff coming through right now and the motor's not working properly? So in other words, is it because things have not been working for a period it of time? It could be both. You could have a, you, you have, so you have the wet well that's the actual collection tank. And then some of these setups, you'll have a dry well where the, the system's dry. The pumps are dry. Some of them are submersible. Okay. So you'll have a wet well that has the pumps actually in the sewage, submersed in the sewage, and those pump out. Or you have a, a dry well set up where they're, they're in another chamber. Got it. And if, like, a pipe ruptures in there, it's going to be a bad day. Okay. Because it's going to, that dry well will fill with sewage and then. <laughs> you get to climb down there and. Okay. What? So you climb down. Clean what is the sewage the, out. What is the worst stuff? So. Everything that everybody flushes down, all the holes around here, outside their house, the toilet, the sink, it all goes to the same sewage lines, right? Yes. It's all heading out. So when these things, what's the worst stuff down there? I mean, I would just default and say, it's got to be feces is the worst. But maybe it's Not even close. I would think poop's the worst. So poop, what's, what could poop, be worse than poop? Poop's not even that. The grease, <laughs> the grease poop. accumulation. Okay. The grease is by far the most rank shit you will ever smell. Like it's the grease. Way worse than poop. I'm trying to think of something. It's a very concentrated stink. I don't know. It's just, it's horrible. It's almost like a, you know, toe jam and six month old grease, like bacon grease. It's, it's just, it's disgusting. It's the worst. It's the absolute worst. And plus it sticks. It's oily, so it sticks. Like yeah. it'll get on your clothes. You can't wipe it off. It's going to be a little stink spot for clean your clothes. So the poo, like actually feces, urine, that stuff comes off, relatively speaking. It just kind of loses its, when it's in the well, it kind of loses its stink. I'm not saying it doesn't smell bad, but the grease by far is the most concentrated. Okay, where does that most putrid. Do they know exactly where, is most of that grease coming from people's houses? They're just putting things down the garbage disposal, putting things down the sink? There's all kinds of stuff. There's there's oil and grease that comes from, you have oil and grease coming off of you. Body oils, stuff from, uh, you know, stuff that people are cooking that gets dumped down the sink. Yeah. Weird stuff people flush. 
don't know. Is there anything... Bacon grease? You're not supposed to cook... You know, you cook bacon and then pour that stuff down the sink. Right. You're not supposed to do that. That ends up in the sewer systems and it clogs everything up. Is there a number one thing when you're like... If people are asking, they're like, Oh my God, there's that grease down there. Is it, what, am I doing something wrong? Like, do you tell people like, Please, will you please stop doing X? Yeah. Don't, okay. Don't put food... Don't... Uh, what, it's, I think it's fog. F-O-G. Okay. Food oils and grease. Okay. Basically, don't put anything but... Water and poop down your drains. You know what I mean? Yes. Don't, don't put food down. Your garbage disposal should not be a normal way for you to dispose of waste. So even though it seems weird, if people have greasy or watery stuff that they've cooked. So if they, I guess if it's just boiled water, that's one thing. But if whatever they've cooked is greasy, they should try to pour that into their trash can. Take that out to the trash. As opposed well, to- I mean, you're not going to dump a giant pot of water and grease into a trash can you okay. can put it down the sink but yeah but in most cases it would be better if people would just, it's, just try to like mom used to try to separate the grease yes. and put it in a can yeah so you could throw it away lots of people used to and i that's not even for us because the like our collection systems aren't really going to get that you're going to plug your own pipes with that faster than you're going to plug ours okay so that'll get stuck from your sink to the line out in the street yes before it'll you will get. plug your own it's called a lateral. You'll plug your okay. own lateral before you'll plug. But yeah, we try to keep people from putting weird stuff down. Pool water is another one that's not supposed to be... You're not supposed to have your pool hooked up to the municipal sewer system. What happens with all the chemicals that come off that pool if that pool water gets dumped in there? Ends up in the... It's You know what? It's actually not the pool water. That, pool water... Let me see. When somebody's emptying a pool, that can be a problem because they're, they're they're kind of overloading our system. And they literally, I've watched them do that at the end of a summer or whatever, like at my apartment. Yeah, they'll empty the They pool. stick those big hoses in and just dump it out. You're supposed to put that into, I don't, actually, I don't know where you're technically supposed technically to put it. Technically supposed to put it, yeah. But the, it's not supposed to go in the sewer system. The other thing that we've seen from pools is plaster. When people are replastering their pools, yeah, that can be a big problem. Because the people will wash the plaster down after they're done plastering the pool into the sewer system. Yeah. And then it collects in the sewer system and just cakes up. And then those pieces aren't real rigid, so they'll kind of break off. Right. And then kind of stack up on each other, and you can block block a line pretty easily. Uh, have you ever barfed because the smell was so bad? I've gotten close, but not yet. Okay. <laughs> Very close. <laughs> what was the one we were doing just recently? It was like right after we, we went and had breakfast, and then it was like right after we had breakfast, and it was like, <laughs> so it was everybody just was on a full stomach. Yeah, I was like at a park station, and it just smelled really bad for some reason that day. Are most of the motors easy to get to? In other words, you can walk in and out. No. So is it all? But they're not as small. You're typically not having to do access points. Like the standard suburban street sewer cover is like super. Like how do you know how wide that? It's not very wide. It's small. Oh, damn. But it's, it's small. Like 28 to 30 inches or something like that is the standard manhole cover But size. bigger than that, right? You have more access or you don't have more access to get into these things? It depends. Okay. Some of them, apart, like we have a park station uh, over by our yard that's that's the access. You have to go through a standard size manhole cover to get in there. So we usually have to find. And then on top of that, when you look down into the well, this one has conduits and stuff coming into it. Yeah. So it's even more restricted to get the guy in the hole. So those are the ones we have to have little guys to do. Do you guys have to wear, Are you, is there particular things you're supposed to, I mean, you have your regular gear. Is there extra stuff you're supposed to put on if you have to go wade into something nasty? Oh, yeah. If we're going, if we're making an entry, there's, we have like a Tyvek suit. Let's see. You're supposed to have either, you know, like standard rain boots. 
Mm-hmm. They're not standard rain boots. They're actually four hazmat. Okay. We have those or we have hip waders depending upon how long the guy's going to have to be in the well. On top of that, you'll put a Tyvek suit on. When we have guys make entries, you're always on a harness. You have two points of contact on the harness. Uh, so you'll have a harness on, multiple layers of gloves, uh, usually a mask, goggles. Uh, we've, we switched from having hard hats to like a, like a rock climber style because it's got a strap so it won't fall off. Uh, what's wait? So what's, headlight? Okay, so you can uh, see what you're doing. Do you dark. ever have to have? Is it ever so bad it's so hard to breathe in a station that somebody needs supplemental oxygen or anything? We don't put anyone in the hole. If if we have okay, so we also have a four gas gas detector that we use. Okay, so before anybody even goes in the hole, before you even open the hole, you're supposed to test the manhole. Yeah, you're supposed to stick the manhole. You, there's there's a test probe. You put it in there, test the atmosphere before you open the manhole. Okay. I've never seen it happen. I've never heard of it happening. But technically, if you put a manhole bar into, like, the lid of a manhole cover, yeah, and there's some type of gas buildup, you can actually cause an explosion. Because you can, you know, hit it. It's ferrous right, metal, metal on ferrous metal. metal. Yeah. You can get a spark, and you can blow the cap off. I've never actually heard of that happening, but it's one of the things that can happen. So that's why you test before you open the manhole. But okay. before we put anybody in the hole, you test the manhole with the gas detector and you actually leave the gas detector in there the entire time the guy's in the hole. Okay. So if that thing ever goes off, he's out of there ricky tick. Right. You pull him immediately. So we don't put anybody, we also have ventilation fans. So if there is, let's say there's a buildup of hydrogen sulfide, Mm -hmm. which is the one that we worry about, (coughs) use a ventilation fan to blow that stuff out first before you put the guy in the hole. And are most of the motors, are they underground or these in buildings that are over wells? Or the most of them, almost everything is it's in some place underground. It's always going to be under, okay, under grade, like under. Okay, got it. It'll be below ground level. Yes. Okay. You'll have the controls and stuff that can be above, like at normal ground level, but the actual pumping components are typically underground. Okay. Have there has a place ever been so mucked up that they have? I mean, they had to just the, sometimes they have to tear the whole thing apart and rebuild it all. Like well, we've, had the... old, we've had old stations that have had, like, it's just gotten to the point where the pipes are so corroded you can't do anything with them. Okay. They have to be, you basically have to rebuild the entire station. Okay. Take the pipe, take the piping components apart, pumps, and, you know, we'll actually have, the volute is the bowl at that. Oh, shit, how do I describe it? <laughs> That's all the, all the terminology. You ever seen a turbo on a car? No, because I'm an idiot. But I bet some people, I'm sure some people have. Anyway, it's kind of like a big turbo on a car. Okay. So you have the inlet. It gets sucked into the volute, which is the bowl that it's actually... Uh-huh. And then there's the impeller inside that's spinning the liquid. Uh-huh. And then it ejects out the side. That's uh-huh. how you pump. Uh, those volutes can get... You have cavitation, which is... Uh, it's like little air bubbles. Uh-huh. When the thing's spinning too fast, it creates little... like, a, like, like Kind of like little micro explosions inside there. Is it spinning to separate? Or is that just it's moving things from point X to point B, a point at point X to point Y, and that's how it does it? Or is it doing any separation or anything it's supposed to be doing? No, it's not doing any separation. Okay, so there's no like centrif- centrifugal force. It's not trying to. Yeah. Well, yeah, centrifugal force is how it pumps. But it's just moving it all through. It's not separating. It's not doing anything. It's all it's trying to move all the liquid yeah, and just, solid through. It's the just a, it's just a pump. It's just it's okay. just its only goal is to pick the fluid and the solids up and move them somewhere else. Uh, so what is how does it feel to do this kind of work? Uh, it's nice. Yeah? It's, what is your favorite thing about it? 
It's got its pros and cons. Um, well, it's stable. This job is stable. Yeah. I don't think anyone's going to stop pooping in the near future. <laughs> it's one of those right. jobs that's not going to go away. Uh, it can be kind of dull at times. Mm-hmm. There's always work to be done, right? Of course. Right. If you're leaning, you could be cleaning. <laughs> but yeah, it can be, sometimes it's kind of, it can be kind of tedious when you're just going from yard to yard, cleaning up. Leaves. Nothing's gone wrong. So all you're doing is maintenance. Yeah, it's and maintenance, cleaning, cleaning and stuff. Okay. So. Who helps? So like how big, so is almost no job a one man or one woman? Every job is multiple people or is typically the one thing, even if you go out with a group of two or three people at once, there's usually just one person who's main doing work and other people are like watching a little something or checking no, and being there. Like when we go out, we're yeah. always on two man crews. Okay. So like in my yard, for example, there's six guys. So we have three electromechanics. So there'd be three journeyman level guys. Okay. And there's three, there's two helpers and me and assistant electro. We're kind of on the apprentice, if you want to call it. We're not apprentice. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? The helper side. Yeah. And there's always, it's always a two-man crew. Okay. So I go out with the journeyman. All those guys go out with journeyman. If there's a big job we have to do, we kind of team up. If you're going to do an entry, you have to have a minimum. I believe it's a minimum of three people. We always try to do two crews. Yeah. Minimum of four people. Just makes it easier. Makes it safer. Yeah. One guy has to stay on the crank the entire time, so you got to go run, get tools. Wait, uh, what's the crank? When we put guys in the hole, remember I told you about the harness? Yes. Two points of contact. You actually, we have a tripod system that we can put over the manholes. Uh, it almost looks like, uh, ever seen a cherry picker? Yes. Like an engine lift? Yeah. It's basically like a fancy engine lift that we put the guy down the hole with. Okay. And it's got... Like a fall arrestor on one side and an actual manual crank. So we can Does he always ladder. climb down a ladder or are there holes that don't have a ladder? Some holes so don't have ladders. Some holes have... You, you, you got to kind of judge them individually too because a lot of times these the rungs that are in these wells are, are rotted to the point where if you put your full body weight on them, they're going to fall apart. Even though they were metal, they're rotted through. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sewages. You think, <laughs> you think salt water corrodes stuff? Sewage corrodes the shit out of stuff. Do you think it's the poo and the grease, or is it also? Do you think it's the chemicals? You got to think all kinds of chemicals get dumped into the sewer system. Yeah, there's. We have a one station that's near a a place that uh, processes like fruit juice. Yeah, that stuff. And is it chemical or just excess fruit stuff? It's just the acids and the fruit juice. Like it's like the concentrates that come from. And then also, I think there's something they use to clean their lines. Yeah, to cut through all that. Yeah, and that stuff is just. They're big pumps, and I mean, there's pinholes in those those volutes from just acid eating through that. <laughs> That's kind of a current problem we have is trying to figure out how to. Is it usually mixed up enough that it's not physically corrosive? So, in other words, you have multiple gloves, or maybe you've got gloves. Chances are, if you put your hand in any of this, oh no, it's not going to like right. It's all we're, not, we're talking about long term corrosive effect. Not sitting like, it right. It's not like sticking your hand in battery acid. But to be under that for months and years would eventually corrode. Something. Yes, if yeah. you were a piece of metal in that for a long period of time, you would corrode. Yeah. What do other people think about your job? Uh, I'm of, I'm of two minds. Like I, like uh, obviously it's funny. Like you work with poop all day. Yeah. But the other thing is I'm like I don't know if all the things people could all the things you think jobs people have like uh, making sure the poop keeps going through is probably like the number one thing that keeps society going is sewage. Yeah, I would, I would like to think that it's a kind of important job, you know? But what do you actually feel like? So when you tell people that don't know anything about what you do, like, what do people think about it? Jeez, I don't know. 
you usually get that that normal like ew that's gross kind of thing <laughs> you have to deal with poop like yeah all day all the time there's poop on everything so that's what we teach the new guys is this truck that you're getting into just just imagine that there's shit on everything on this truck every tool has poop on it the steering wheel has poop on it if you're going to touch something wear gloves clean your cabs out on a regular basis with disinfectant so that that's you know you're not getting infected with whatever gnarly stuff right can be in those wells uh do some people keep real pristine trucks and other people like oh they're not as tidy about it yeah absolutely okay. it's just like any person there's there's guys who clean their tools religiously there's dudes that just put them right back in the tool bin <laughs> Because, I mean, they're not medical instruments, so there's not... I mean, yeah, there I'm, not, I'm not like a super germaphobe. I, I mean, I wash my hands. But Were I'm you? Not, how did you I'm feel? I'm not like bleaching my tools before I put them back okay. in the truck. Do you, do you feel differently about feces and grease and sewage now before you had this job? Absolutely. Can you remember what it was like to first start it and then now thinking of yourself like... Oh, yeah, I was disgusted. Like you get splashed with something and you'd be just... You'd, you'd be freaking out trying to find a wet wipe or something to wipe your face off. It really doesn't bother me anymore. Like, I'll bare hand pick up a loaf of shit and it's not going to bother me. It washes off. If after this amount of time working there, I haven't gotten sick, knock on wood. I'm That's like, true. Now you, now you do feel like you do I, I, have, you know the power of cleaning. Like, yeah, you've think, watched the horrible things that have happened. I think I'm probably half cockroach at this point. Like, I'll, I'll, I probably have, like, a super immune system. I'd have like you ever... Think. Uh, I say that as I'm sick right now. <laughs> Not with coronavirus. Not with coronavirus. What is the nastiest living thing you've seen underground or coming out of a hole? Oh, my God. You know what I saw that actually freaked me out that I had never seen before? I guess it's you might have these back in Kansas. Like you were legit scared? Yeah, like I didn't know. I had never. I'm 37 years old. I've never seen this thing before. I don't know what it was. But I looked it up later. I guess it's called a house cricket. Okay, but it's not a cricket. I believe it's called a house cricket. It basically looks like a centipede had sex with a spider. Okay. Oh, I know what. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? It's about that long, and it's got like real long spidery legs, but yeah. it's sort of like caterpillar shaped. Yeah. Yeah, I was in a hole with one of those, and I was like looking over my shoulder. <laughs> what the? Fuck is so that? you can't obviously you're in a hole, so you can't like go. Yeah, I'm trying right to now. open a valve like down right. there, and I'm looking back. I see it. I kind of freak out a little bit. Look back to finish doing what I'm doing. I look back. It's gone. And, uh, yeah, I finished that fast and got out of the hole as quickly as possible. Uh, so that was worse. So, I mean, spiders, rats, what else is down there? Or lots of roaches, beetles, Oh, yeah, obviously. roaches. I'm trying to think. I saw a baby rattlesnake in a well one time. Tried to get him out, couldn't do it. Oh. Uh, yeah, roaches, black widows all the time, daddy long legs all the time. Does everything run? Or is there anything that gets mad as an aggressive? Like, oh no! Not, I mean, nothing's gonna. Okay. I was really freaked out about black widows, like my whole life. But I've kind of gotten better with them now, because they're everywhere. You just kind of, it's just kind of live and let live. As long as they're not somewhere where I have to stick my hand, I'm not gonna bother them. Do some guys on the jobs? Do they just hate all the bugs and kill all the bugs? And do oh, other yeah. guys just leave all? We the have bugs? one guy who's scared to death. Co- cockroaches don't bother me at all. They can't bite you. They can't do anything. They kind of freak me out if they get up. They have this tendency on me where they like crawl up my back and get on my ear. <laughs> And then you gotta like flick them off your ear. Okay. Uh, but yeah, like cockroaches don't bother me, but there's guys that freak, freak out at cockroaches. And they kill all of them, or do they can't go in the hole anymore? Like, do they come out and they're like, I'm too They'll kind of lock up in the hole. Okay. You'll, you'll have to like, hey, finish. 
Is there ever, and if any of those bugs, we're talking about one or two, is there ever like a really grotesque infestation? Like way too many roaches in one Oh, place? yeah, absolutely. There's there's ones, what did we do one time? When I was on the maintenance side, we, uh, I think we sprayed Raid into the hole. That was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> that was a mistake. Because did they, because they started they flooding up out of the manhole cover. Okay. And I mean, you're talking about thousands, thousands of cockroaches. Like so like flooding up movie. out of the yeah, right. oh yeah, that was a, yeah. We learned not to do that. Like don't do that. <laughs> See that causes them the stuff that we use. Raid is a bad idea. And also we've had people who have done that themselves. Like homeowners will go out like they'll see a cockroach oh, okay. in their house, or they'll see a cockroach crawl out of the out of the sewer system, and they'll go spray Raid into the manhole cover, <laughs> and then you're gonna have roaches. <laughs> don't do that. The stuff we use is, uh, uh, I think it's like diatomaceous earth. Mm-hmm. It's just a powder that like slowly suffocates them. I guess that's the stuff we use to. Okay, so the raid freaks the, the whole we thing about have, raid yeah the raid the raid freaks them out. They, they panic and they run. Okay, so don't use that. Do you ever is there is it ever so nasty with so many bugs? You do use the diatomaceous earth or something else, and then you come back in a half a day or a day because it's like there's too well, much not, living stuff in there. All right, for us, if we have to make an entry, yeah, and there's let's say there's too many cockroaches, usually what we'll do is we'll we'll bug bomb it. Okay. And plug the holes so the cockroaches can't get out. Okay. All right. If that's very few of these places, like the wells, for some reason, there's not a lot. There'll be cockroaches, but it's not like the walls are crawling. Yeah. Amount of cockroaches. So it's usually not a problem. But yeah, the guys, if there's guys that are going in that are scared of the bugs, we'll bug bomb them first. Is there anything that lives in the sewage? Like, is there anything that's in that water? Yeah, that thing from Star Wars is real. <laughs> I forget what that freaking thing is called. That's it. I don't know. Thing in the trash about. compactor? Yeah, yeah. That thing comes out. Says hello. No, there's, I mean. <laughs> there's literally nothing. I mean, I don't know what could live in it, but. I mean, you've got, you'll have mice, rats that are in the sewer system. But they're living in the dark. Frogs. They're not living because. Lizards. Yeah. Uh, nothing. There's not anything like big. Like that whole idea that there's alligators in your sewer system. Right. Is horseshit. Do you ever have to work in giant... I guess they'd be the ones nearest the ocean or places that are near treatment plants. Giant pipes. So you no. don't work the giant pipes. So that actually... That's another department. Oh. We handle... So so our department handles up to... I think it's 24 to 36 inch pipe, which is big. Like that's not common for residential areas. Yeah. Residential is usually... It's either uh, 8 inch... Like 8 to 12 inch pipe is the most common size. Yeah. Excuse me. Sorry. Um, yeah. 8 to 12 inch pipe is the most common size. And then when you get down to, those are called trunk lines. When you get down to like the big pipes, like you can have 36, 48 inch pipes, giant pipes. Those those kind of freak me out a little bit. <laughs> Why? We've, we've popped those a couple times, you know, like doing a camera inspections. And it's just, it's like a scene from that second Ghostbusters where there's just a river. Of, like you're looking down at like a river of shit. <laughs> Those have you ever of, had they, to go down on your waiters? Oh, God, you don't go anywhere near those. Oh, because they could you'll, be You'll literally deep. get pulled away. Okay. Those can kill you. I mean, they're really deep. You'd have yeah. to fall in the hole. Okay. <laughs> but it's not like it's going to reach up and grab you. But Yeah, those are those are kind of freaky. And are they almost always running or sometimes they're dry? Oh, no. Those trunk lines are yeah. running always. There's always water. Every time I've seen them, there's water in those. Okay. okay. But anyway, those guys. So we're sewer maintenance. That's actually uh, sanitation district takes care of those. Okay. So those are the, our stuff runs into those trunk lines, those trunk lines. So that's also like the branches of a tree. Okay. 
the houses are kind of like the ends of the branches, the small ones. Okay. And as you get closer to the trunk, you get to the actual trunk lines, and those go down to the actual treatment plants. Okay. <clears throat> we don't handle those. Those are kind of out of our pay grade. Are there any inside that you've seen ones that run on... The stuff comes out at such a low volume, it sort of dumps into a place, as opposed to getting run all the way through the, everything, even to the farthest ends. Uh, like, if you think of it's like the roots of a tree, and you're way out at the ends at the roots. Do oh, any you of those see, just you're talking about dry stuff? Yeah, so they like... Oh, yeah, absolutely. Do any of them, any of your lines, do they dissipate and not all run out to like a sewage... Like, uh, <clears throat> what do you call those big tanks, those giant tanks where they sort the stuff? It's a sewage treatment plant. Okay, sewage. Are there any that don't go to sewage treatment? They just go and always, else? all of it ends up at some type of sewage treatment plant. Okay. There's sewage treatment plants that you don't know about that are just kind of hidden in neighborhoods. They're small sewer treatment plants. Okay. They're, they're all over the place. But they're, yeah, they're still not like a water retention pond no. where the sewage is dumping into a water retention pond. No, no, this stuff all okay. gets processed. Okay. When you're in a, when you're in a metropolitan area like this, this stuff has to be processed and. I don't know what they do in an average process, but do they? Do you ever get curious? Like, would you ever want to see? Like, you've seen a little bit of it, but like in your part, kind of, you're like way out at the edge of the roots. Do you ever want to like just like get tours of like all the way to the main things? Oh yeah, we have. We actually have sewer treatment plants in my department. We have sewer treatment okay. plants that we take care of, but it's they're kind of smaller scale sewer treatment plants. Okay. Like you have like Hyperion, that's a huge sewer treatment plant. Never been there. Don't know anything about it. Ours are kind of smaller scale, like the one that we have is out in Malibu. Yeah. And our sewage treatment, the stuff that we treat ends up like water. I think it, I think they use it to water the grass at Pepperdine. Oh, okay. So it gets processed and rather than dumping it after it's clean, right, it's not, po- it's not, it po- but it's not potable. Do you clean it? It doesn't clean it to potable. It just no. cleans it to, you can. It's those water. purple, it's the purple pipes. It's the reclaimed water. Okay. So it's clean to the point where it's not a hazard anymore. Right. But you don't want to drink it. Okay. So. It's perfectly good for watering grass, and I think they have a pond they use. Yeah. If somebody were curious, if you were giving advice to somebody, like, oh, that sounds interesting. Maybe I'd want to get into that. Is there any, like, website you tell people to go to, or is there anything you'd, like, tell them to look into? Or would you be like, dude, you know I work with poop, right? Have you been listening to me for the last 20 minutes? No, I'll tell you what. There's there's cons to this job, but the other thing is it's, sta- it's stable and it pays well. Yeah. So what would you tell – so people are like – Weather County, what if they're from another state and they're like, oh, that sounds interesting. Like, has anybody ever asked for advice? So, like, how do oh, I yeah, know all the time. Them? Okay. They always, there's, I don't know why there's this rumor that, like, if you work, if you work for County, you can, like, automatically, oh, yeah, let me put in a good word for you. Dude, everybody treats no, every job like that. I yes. have no power in the hiring <laughs> process at all. I can't get you a job. Yeah. The best thing, if, you, if you're trying to find a job, yeah, it's, it's actually any county, state, any of that stuff. It's right. governmentjobs.com. Okay. That's, uh, I actually heard about my opening through Danny. Danny's the one that told me. Okay, and he was was he already working for? Yeah, he had okay, worked for County for a long time. He actually. Yeah, so I say that that you know you can't. And get then in. you have this. But and he then told I have you a whole history. Yeah, yeah, he told me about the opening. He got his job from his uncle. Okay. He didn't get his job. He was notified that there was an opening. Yes. Right. Okay. So that is the one thing. If there's an opening, you can kind of aim people like, hey, this might be coming up, so get your application in. Right. But there's no, I can't actually control anybody's hiring. Right. Uh, but yeah, governmentjobs.com. Okay. There's also, there's CWEA, which I think is, uh, what is it, California? Is it California Water or something? I'm a member. Oh, I electrical association know. or something? No, it's not electrical. It's uh, California Whistle. I don't know. Anyway, they take care of. Um, they're kind of the 
God, how do I describe it? Are they a union or not? No, it's not a union. It's like an organization that handles like wastewater professionals, I guess you said. Oh, okay. Do you have to join? Do they have like a magazine or newsletter that comes out or whatever? Like, is it a whole... You don't have to join. Like, we have to join. We have to go through... They have like a certification process. Okay. You have grades, grade one, grade two. Right. In the different disciplines, you have wastewater treatment. Uh, there's electrical uh, instrumentation. Mm-hmm. There's... I went through... Mechanical something. So is it? Are, wow. and, are the, and are they national? So in other words, no, like, it's California. Oh, it's, oh, just California. Okay, but it's I'm a, sure they have the all, same thing in other states, right? But it's just a way so all the local municip like every small town and every county doesn't have to have its own licensing program and everything. They could just send people go learn it from CWEA for your job. For your job, you need to go take these courses at CWEA or whatever. Is that how it works? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> It was That's sort okay. of. I'll go be, look it up. To, to be after. honest, it was like a, it was like a. It's kind of a job requirement. I think it's sort of not necessarily. I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. About it. <laughs> okay, but I'll, but people could go look at it. So governmentjobs.com. Yes. I almost want to say it's almost like a wastewater club. Okay, because it's not. It's not like I'm going and taking classes from CWA. I paid money to go take a test. Yes, and then I, in doing that, I got my certification. Okay. So it's sort of like I'm paying you money to yeah. give me a certification so, so that I can take that back to work and go, hey, look, I passed the test. Dude, this crap is all over LinkedIn. If you go on LinkedIn, all the standards, so I'm on the all bull crap, white collar job stuff. And that's like, you have a certification in emotional intelligence. You have a certification in a whatever, yeah. Excel pivot tables or whatever. You didn't, it doesn't say you took a class. It just says you did took a test. Yeah. You didn't do anything. You took a test. You knew enough to pass our test. And so now you get to print this out and put it on your wall or give it to your boss and say, it's kind of, you, you maintain your membership and you get to okay. maintain your mechanical. <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. I paid a lot of money for that test. Too. <laughs> uh, and it may, uh, you know, just for us, things are kind of uh, looser in County. Okay. So there are other places that probably require. I mean, it, I'm required to have it. I have to have it, right? But uh, there's other. But there's places, some places like that are like closer to. Like I could get. I got the job, and then I had to get it after I had the job. Gotcha. There's probably places where you have to have it beforehand. Okay. The certification. There's also classes you can go through trade schools. Like I think LA Trade Tech has classes on wastewater, mm -hmm. so you can actually go take classes. And they all. I know for sure the 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 treatment plants. There's classes for that, mm -hmm. like a treatment plant operator. Okay, so sort of, is there anything else you want people to know about the sewage? People live in these houses and apartments, and you go and make sure in the places where the grade isn't enough to get this stuff to chug through. Yes, we have sewer pump stations. Yeah, and that's what you and that's what you uh, that's what you make sure runs. And if it doesn't run, it's really bad. Yeah, when then the sewage when, when these when these things go bad, they're usually pretty bad. <laughs> there's some yeah, there's some scary moments. Wait, do you want us to end with Vol a volcanoes of shit? <laughs> like were, that you were there for, or you were on the oh, aftermath? Yeah. You get the oh, oh no, okay. I was actually there. All right, so that's like this is this is probably the scariest thing I've had. This okay, is, tell this me is, the scariest thing that it happened. So this is a huge. This is a huge. Oh god, I think it's like probably a thirty foot deep well. It's a dry well. It's the dry side of the well. This okay. is one of our larger stations, and it's also kind of an old station. So the stuff's kind of beat up okay it probably needs to be renovated and we were changing 
God, I think they're 12 inch or 16 inch. We were cleaning out a 12 inch or 16 inch pipe. There's a down, like there's a, a, a down piper. Anyway, we're cleaning out a pipe that had been plugged up with. That was going to the well. When when these pumps are offline for a long time and they're, yes. and they're kind of in series, not in series, but they're all, they all go through the same pipe. Yes. So you have kind of feeder pipes that go up. Okay. And these pipes, the down pipes can get plugged with debris if they're offline for a uh -huh. long time. And it can actually pack into the point where when you turn the pump on, it oh, won't pump. Okay. So what you have to do, we have check valves. You have to open the check valve and then get the stuff out of there to the point where you can kind of work the stuff back and forth. Okay. And it'll gradually work its way back up and start pumping. And I, I, let, I don't want to I don't want to ruin your story. Are you supposed to do this when it's not under pressure? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Well, the problem is, so you have you have <laughs> inlet valves and you have discharge valves. Okay. So you can isolate the pump setup okay so you can shut off the, the 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 water coming in from the well and you can shut off the other water from the force main and this is all in one you have access to in this system you have access to all those things in one location so it's not like you have to it's not such a huge thing where you're trying to turn off power someplace not at that site is that power it's but you're you're but mechanically opening, shutting off are valves. you doing that or is it all you what you're talking about is everything done on that site location right there all the valves you're under control or is it far enough away you'd have to drive somewhere well, can, to oh no 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 no, no, no okay no, no, no. They're all, they're all. It's all at that station. Yes. They're okay. all, they're, it'll, all the valving will be at that station. It's okay. it's just a way for you to isolate one section of piping. Okay. So you can get the pump. Like if you need to remove a pump and, you know, the, the top of the volute will be open, you don't want that to continue to fill with water. Right. So you can shut the valves off and isolate that section. Okay. So what were you doing? So the problem was the pipe was full of debris. Okay. So we tried to close the discharge pipe as tight as we could get it. We're talking <laughs> like... A like a 36 inch pipe wrench. I'm I'm a pretty fat son of a gun. And I was hanging on that thing to close that. Okay. We got it as tight as we could. Open the check valve up. This is a huge check valve. And it's it's full of debris. The debris is almost it's like grainy. It's like it's like a like asphalt. So it had been sitting there so long it was all dry. No, it wasn't dry, it was wet. Oh, okay. But it's packed. Okay. Uh it's like larger than sand. Okay. It's the stuff that ends up coming off the roadways and stuff that ends up getting in. I got you. Okay. It's like little black. Anyway, so we were kind of shoveling that out. You're not out. talking about like peanuts and pieces of corn. You're talking about like... Oh, you so have seen corn. Absolutely. Corn. Corn's pretty common. Oh, there's another one. I'd like to put this out. Ladies, stop <laughs> throwing away your, your tampon injectors. I've pulled thousands of those out of the sewer system. The Don't. tampon okay? Tampon injector no. Yeah, the tampon is... is, is but that plastic tube, that plastic tube stays in. in there forever, and it plugs stuff. Don't <laughs> throw those in. Put them on the ground. Like, don't flush them. Okay. Don't flush plastic. Do not. It stays flush. there forever. Okay. Don't flush your chonies. If you have an accident, <laughs> don't, don't put flush your underwear down the chonies. That's another one that commonly jams up the pipes, and not the pipes, the pumps. So people poop their panties. Like your elastic band they, gets yeah. wrapped around the thing to the point where it'll actually fail the motor. So anyway, okay. So you had cranked closed as tight as, as we tight could. as you could, and then you went to the next one. It was full of debris. We 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 went to the check valve, which is okay. like the we. So we opened the check valve. Okay, it's full of debris. We're kind of hand scooping stuff out of there to make a pocket, a cavity, so that we could kind of start to get the the system pumping. Right. And as we were sort of you know getting in there, and there's <laughs> another guy who's spraying it with a hose to loosen stuff up. You'll you see it start to kind of real slowly, kind of. It's almost like a. Like an avalanche, like a slow avalanche. You see it start to kind of come up. It starts to come up out of the... <laughs> and, the and the panic kind of sets in. You're like, once you see it moving, 
and it kind of comes, it starts flowing and it, and it's going faster and faster and you're like, oh fuck, we need to get this closed fast or we need to get out of the valve vault. It starts shooting, it's, you know, spraying up about four feet. The thing's coming up and out. Ugh. We're screaming, two dudes are already up the staircase. I'm hanging on the pipe wrench trying to get it closed so this thing won't flood the valve vault. Man. So it took two of us. We hung on that thing and we got it close to the point where we could slow the flow down enough to get the cap back on and shut it. Right. And uh, yeah, that was a bad day. There was probably, oh my God, easily 100 pounds of, of stuff that came out of that valve. So the massive danger was there were people down there slowly chipping away to try to get the flow to go. And the and flow it kind of lets cranking. loose. Yes. And then those people are down there in the vault with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, well, actually, technically, I guess that's an engulfment. That's an engulfment danger. These are all confined space entries, but yeah. yeah. So uh, that wasn't fun. That was a bad day. <sighs> but that's you remember freaking out. It was oh, yeah. scary. Well, I didn't freak out, but it was scary. It was scary. It was tense because it's it's not even a tense like you're gonna. It's not like you're gonna die. It's like if we let this flood, we're gonna have to clean this, <laughs> and this is gonna be a massive cleanup. <sighs> this would be a really really bad day. Because it's gonna, it's gonna get all over the location. Oh yeah, you'll have to bring trucks in to pump the stuff out of the well. Yeah, that wouldn't be fun. That was that was kind of hairy. Okay, well this was Kevin, and uh, he makes sure that the the motors run that keep the poo moving. If it doesn't, we're all in trouble. Thank you. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. <laughs>